RVers have been asking for years for someone to build an app similar to Expedia or Priceline or Hotels Tonight. Has somebody finally solved the problem? We talked to one of the founders of Spot Tonight to find out. That and a whole lot more on this episode of the RV Miles Podcast. RV Miles is sponsored by L.L. Bean, your source for -for ready-for-anything outerwear this winter. L.L. Bean outerwear is packed with the most advanced materials and innovations, from high-performance jackets with NASA-developed technology to versatile fleece that layers with anything. When it comes to outdoor comfort, they've got you covered. Visit LLBean.com to find a store or shop now. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Welcome to episode 181 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, are crisscrossing North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. We come to you again this week from Mustang Island State Park, uh, where it's a little breezy along the gulf <laughs> windy island state park in the great Should... state of texas it's, it's it, that we're recording inside if you're watching uh on youtube because the rv miles roaming podcast studio is our, about to blow away our, our clam tent outdoors <laughs> as you'll see in in the interview i did uh this afternoon i recorded a little bit earlier the interview for later on in the show uh, it, Did the clam come and just come over you and the, then pop back up? There were come times. There were times that because the, the the ceiling pops up. There were many times that I thought the ceiling was going to crash down on me. It didn't. It held. Did I ever tell you about the camping trip I went on where? Did you ever? Did I? (laughs) You didn't tell them, though. I probably didn't. So I'll tell the story really quick and then we'll move on. So I went camping one year with some friends and I was with this guy I was dating and we had just like this kind of small. Oh, get that look off your face. So. I ha- it happens. So we have this little small tent and my friends, Jenny and Grant, had this really big tent and they were laughing at us because our tent was tiny. And they're like, oh, look, we have all this room, whatever. And so we were like, OK, fine. Good night. And that night, a windstorm comes in. We were in Colorado and their tent was not equipped to handle it. It wasn't er- <laughs> it wasn't aerodynamic. So we watched from our tent window laughing hysterically as the wind would push their tent down and it would push it down so far we could see their body outline. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, you know, Jenny and Grant, they're still they're still friends. They're still around. And we laughed so hard at them <laughs> because they just looked so and they were miserable. They were so miserable all night long. So every time, you know, that clam gets going, I keep wondering if whether or not I'm going to see your outline eventually. Didn't happen today, well, though, thankfully. <laughs> anyway, Jason's so over that story. I, it's probably I, like the 15th time I've told it in our relationship because it's so funny. He's so down. Yeah, with there it. wasn't another guy involved the first few times. I heard oh. it, but. <laughs> I edited that part out. <laughs> yeah, you, you went on a camping trip. Oh, hun. Your, your tent was small. L- oh, hun, listen, <laughs> you had a life before me. I had a life before you. Damn right I did. <laughs> we don't say words like that on Sorry, this show. Darn right I did. We don't say words like that on this show. Everyone had a life before 
marriage. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a great show today. I have a great interview with Terry Broussard from Spot Tonight, which is a, a new app that is coming that has uh, done some great things. If they can pull it off, it will be a great option for us that are out there looking to book campgrounds tonight or in a couple nights or, you know, whenever. Uh, it, it's like an app made for the episode. A lot of people have been asking <laughs> for a long time for something that could solve this problem with the fact that it is so difficult to check each and every campground in an area to see what's available. Hopefully uh, this might be an option for us. So uh, stay tuned for that in a little bit. But let's start off by talking about uh, a big piece of news that I did a YouTube video about as well. The National Park Service has long had this rule. And we reported on this in the past uh, about commercial filming in national parks. And in fact, it's on all public lands, National Forest, um, Bureau of Land Management. There are rules about commercial filming and what permits that you need and the permit process involves a it's a month long process. You pay a fee and you could still be denied and then you pay a daily shooting fee. Well, this applies to people who do YouTube like us as well and anybody that is making money off of content. And some even think that that kind of applies to somebody who's not making money off the content, but is putting it on YouTube or Facebook anyway, because those companies are making money off of it. So a federal judge struck down that law last week because somebody sued in the past. Every time somebody has tried to sue, the National Park Service has backed down and rescinded their fine so that there would be no lawsuits, that there would be no negative filing. Well, this judge found that uh, the, the restriction on the type what the content is used for is a, a violation of freedom of speech and um, I think obviously the National Park Service and other federal land agencies are going to make some new rules about filming that might be a little bit more about, you know, the size of film crews and stuff like that, because obviously they don't want and nobody wants Hollywood movies to be going and filming on public lands for free without a permit whenever they want to. No, but there should be nothing wrong with someone having their Osmo, their GoPro, their phone. Yeah. Doing a little filming. And news. I mean, the, one of the biggest things with this was news organizations also had to have a permit and have a have a, a waiting period and all that sort of stuff. You were so frustrated that we had to go buy a six hundred dollar clam. Yeah. And now we don't need it. <laughs> we still like our clam, though. We do. We still like it. But what we bought it for and what it was in response to was to be secretly filming on public land. <laughs> So no more. We can open those shades. Oh, we can let. Oh, all the shades are going to be open now. <laughs> you just wait. You're going to see everywhere we're at. Uh, so check out that video if you want to hear more of the details about that. Um, we also wanted to talk about our friend Janine Pettit over at Girl Camper Magazine. Now it used to be just girlcamper.com, the website. Now Janine has a magazine. She's also had the Girl Camper podcast for a long time as well. Janine every year does a, a raffle. Uh, for a, a foundation called the Hold You Foundation. And I had a great conversation with her on the phone the other day about th what this foundation does. When you have uh, a family member with health issues, you, you have a big sort of tragedy thing like that. So your your child has leukemia and they're in a hospital that's miles and miles away from your home. You've had to leave your job for it. You've had to take a leave of absence and you can't pay your electric bill. You can't pay your rent. 
this foundation covers those things that foundations often overlook. So it's a really great option for people who are struggling with that, those sorts of things. The Hold You Foundation has received a 75% drop in their their sort of monthly giving program, their planned giving. At the same time, they've seen a drastic increase in requests during the pandemic because people are having more problems paying for things. So Janine does this raffle of an RV every year. You can win an RV uh, as a $10 raffle, and it's usually a cute little one axle trailer. And this is no exception this year. It's a it's a little white and yellow, really cute little vintage looking relic custom travel trailer that comes with a custom awning from tin can awnings. And it is only 1500 pounds. So you can tow it behind a whole lot of different vehicles out there, even a, a family SUV, a small crossover even. Uh, so check that out at girlcamper.com slash raffle. It's only $10 per entry. You can enter multiple times if you want to, and perhaps you'd win uh, an RV. But you know, if you don't need an RV and you don't want to win this teeny tiny little RV, if you do have $10 to give, if you have 20 or even more, please consider going over to the Hold You Foundation and just directly donating to them. You can even you can even uh, get if you own an RV and you don't want this one, you can go buy some raffle tickets. And if you happen to win, you just donate it back. There you go. Yeah. It's a win win all around. So check that out. We'll put a link to it in the uh, the description on the YouTube video and in the show notes uh, on the podcast as well. But it's girlcamper.com slash raffle. And Girl Camper is a great organization. Janine does a fa- fantastic job with the magazine. It's probably the best RV magazine there is out there. It's one of the best RV magazines there are. Also, she's just really nice. Yes. We like nice people. Uh, finally, we wanted to mention uh, a change with our Monday night live live streams. You know, the uh, ones we've missed for the last two weeks in it, a row. You know, it, the internet thing, it's just, it, it's too difficult for us yeah. to, to nail down good internet to make that happen every Monday. So what we're going to do is a monthly night live. We're going to do a monthly live stream at the beginning of every month instead of our weekly live stream. And we're going to try to make a little bit bigger deal out of it, I think. Absolutely. And, Nothing's changing yeah. in regards to the time. It's still on Mondays. It's going to happen on the first Monday of every single month at 7 p.m. Central. It'll be on YouTube and on the RV Miles and Our Wandering Family Facebook pages. So you have three different platforms you could go to watch. And we're going to do kind of what we do every, you know, what we used to do every week. We're going to talk to you. We're going to hang out. We're going to answer questions. Maybe we'll have a topic, but we are going to try and make them just a little extra special because we're only doing them once a month now. But this is a way that we can continue to engage with all of you because it is really one of our most favorite things. It's one of the very few times, especially during the pandemic, that we actually get to talk with people in the RV Miles community, but also going to this monthly will ensure that we're creating something that's of quality, not quantity, but quality. And that's something that's really, really important to Jason and I, that anything we do here at RV Miles, we try to do the very best of our abilities. And we had felt that Monday Night Live, the weekly live, was not meeting our standards. So hopefully switching to monthly Night Live 
We'll make that happen. Maybe we'll even have guests. I don't know. Oh, just, just who, let's here. not get crazy. I mean, <laughs> I would love that. But let's let's just get through the first one and All see right. how that goes. All right. <laughs> uh, so we'll give you a plenty of notice about the next one coming up if you follow us on Facebook. OK, uh, it's uh, time to take a break. Yes, it and when is. We come back. We're going to have the answer to last week's brain teaser. And then we're going to have my interview with Terry Broussard from Spot tonight be right back outdoor enthusiasts of all stripes will enjoy pelican gear on their adventures hard-sided pelican elite coolers are all made in america and are available in a wide number of sizes get a 20 quart for short day trips a 50 quart for week-long adventures or a wheeled 45 quart to keep the fun rolling along pelican backs all their hard-sided coolers with a lifetime warranty too RV Miles listeners can get a free day venture tumbler when they visit elitecooler.com slash RV Miles and spend over $100. Did you know that FMCA is the world's largest nonprofit RV club and its mission is RV education? All members of the FMCA have access to FMCA University, a virtual library of 600 articles plus and videos about RVing. FMCA also offers driving schools throughout the year and their two and a half day hands on RV basics course all about RV maintenance designed for RV newbies or experienced RVs. Who want a refresher? All FMCA members also receive their monthly magazine, Family RVing, full of helpful articles, RV reviews, and tips. FMCA membership is $85 for your first year, $75 upon renewal. And with code RVMILES21, you can save $10 instantly and join for $75 for your first year. You can view the full set of benefits at FMCA.com or call 800 543 Three six two two, and sign up with the code RVMILES21 for $10 off. It's time for the answer to last week's brain teaser. Abby, uh, this one was yours again, so why don't you read it? Yes, it was, and I will read it. What English word has three consecutive double letters? We had a lot of answers that we were did. not consecutive double letters. They had to be consecutive sets of double yes. letters. So Mississippi does not work. It does not. But I really loved the enthusiasm that came with this brain teaser last week. So the answer is actually bookkeeper. Two O's, two K's and two E's right in a row. Yep. And so we will have a new brain teaser at the end of the show. I will say this one has not been picked by me. Yes. So it should be 45 minutes long. Get Get your pen and paper out, everybody. We about to do some math. All right. Well, earlier today, I had the fortunate experience of interviewing Terry Broussard from Spot Tonight, S-P-O-T, the number two N-I-T-E, which is a new app that's coming and you can get on a waiting list for it that is going to help hopefully solve some of the issues with booking campgrounds at you know by selecting from a, a host of campgrounds not not going to each individual campgrounds website or worse calling each individual oh, campground so there um, is nothing worse for an introvert <laughs> than having to call the campground to find out about availability there is one thing worse one thing worse is when you have to call the campground to find find out about availability and they don't answer the phone oh and then you have to leave a message <laughs> I don't leave messages. And it happens all the time because there's one person working at the desk and they they get on the phone with somebody and they're spending 45 minutes with them. And sometimes I will even say in the message, if you could just text me a response 
That'd be great. That would they be great. Do. They don't ever text. Uh, so this interview, so I, uh, if most of you are listening via podcast, but we also have the YouTube version as well. So if you're listening via podcast, know that Terry is also showing me uh, the app via video as we're recording this. So there'll be a few times when he's referencing something that you can't see. But uh, if you want to see it, go watch the video version uh, and you can get sort of a, the layout of how the app works because you can't download the app yet, but you can go to their website, spottonight.com and click on the link and they'll email you when it's available, which is going to be in just a few days. So uh, without further ado, here's my interview with Terry Broussard from Spot Tonight. Terry, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Thanks for having me today. So Spot Tonight, it's coming soon to an app store near you. Is going to be an app that is going to help make things a little bit different for campers looking for spots. Tell us about the history of Spots Night and uh, and what it can do for us. Certainly. Well, um, I'm a four-time RV traveler myself uh, on my fourth little RV. And basically, one afternoon down here in South Louisiana on a Friday afternoon, my son-in-law says, let's go camping and uh, tonight. And I said, really? He said, yeah, let's go somewhere. And I said, okay, here's my phone, four pages of apps to find camp spots. You find one in South Louisiana in camping season tonight that we can book. And he says, you got to be kidding. <laughs> and, you know, really, um, most people are used to the, the um, methods uh, of immediate booking online for hotels and other venues, even golf tees. And I think that's what he was familiar with. So we started scratching our heads together and came up with this idea um, spot tonight and that was 16 months ago uh, when we started the first literally drawing screens on a piece of scratch paper and looking at different ways to connect and we started traveling Louisiana as we were in the RV and I was talking to park owners and getting smart on how some of them are still using a notepad as their booking system all the way up to these very robust park management systems once we discovered that, we started looking into park management systems and those that offered a developer's kit so that we could then buy the kit, develop the integrations, and port those into an app. The, as you'll see in the app, one of the key features is it doesn't require you to play uh, Google RV parks near me, drill down a hole, and come up nothing, and then have to come back up and go back down again. So we build your profile from the top. We apply those filters at the top of the stack and serve up to the traveler only those parks that have a spot that meet your requirements and that are on a connected, integrated system with us. So campgrounds don't have to, they could still be working with their regular reservation system and integrate into Spots Night. That's, that's correct. So it's our goal. Uh, we started with, we have three integrations uh, underway and in the can uh, already done. And what we do is as we contact parks through uh, social media, through using our marketing efforts, and, and I do interviews with the parks, if they're not on one of those systems, then we aggregate those. And as we get a cluster, then we approach the integration system and say, you know, hey, we've, we've got a 30 parks here that we really like to connect. Can we have a discussion about how to integrate with you? And um, it's interesting. Most of them actually have uh, an API or an application protocol interface that uh, is developed or some sort because of the structure and architecture of their systems. 
And uh, we take that and, and basically it sends data out and our guys take that data and ingest it. And we've created Spot Tonight and that's how it works. So um, right now with those three different systems, we are looking at close to 1500 parks uh, that we have access to. So we still have to market to the parks, so that's why we go out to venues such as Woodalls and the hospitality expos, and then uh, we cater also to the travelers. So we were just at the Florida RV Super Show, had a phenomenal response there, and the the interest uh, continues to trickle in uh, at a at a I say trickle at a, actually at a very fast pace. Uh, we were getting four signups a minute on Saturday morning last weekend, wow. and uh, it's it's amazing. Well, so show us what the app looks like. Show sure. us what we can get out of this. Okay, so if we flip over to the screen down here, this is our app uh, running right here. That's our icon. And when the traveler first downloads it, it's a free download, they will build their profile out. But let me start from the beginning. If you go over to the account tab, that's the first tab that you will build up. You're going to tell us what you travel in, all the information about you. We save that. Tell us how you like to camp. So I get park facility amenities and features when I do an interview with the park. And they say, hey, did you know we actually have a golf range here? Or we have, we're pet friendly. Um, oh, yeah, we actually have a splash pad. Oh, you have anybody that has a zip line? And, and so forth and so on. And then park activities. And that way the travelers can cater uh, and schedule and search according to those parks that have those filters. So you can kind of see where we're going with this. And then under spot amenities is the typical hardware to support your RV. And I generally keep mine just for this, for the purposes of opening up the most parks, because that way, if I'm just going down the road and need to find a spot for the night, I don't necessarily have to have a lazy river. But if I'm bringing my boat and I want to launch it, I've got to have a boat ramp. So now we've done that. You're also going to load in your payment method, and we have an integrated system with Stripe, so we're not uh, the holder of credit card information. It's all through tokens. Then you're going to tell us membership and discounts. So if you have any membership and discount that the park honors, we honor that as well and bring that through. So we have a series of them loaded, and you validate it, and we actually are working where you'll actually snap a shot of your ID card, because you know how some of the parks want to see that on check-in, your membership card. That If that matches up with a membership that rate that they offer, then that discount will be honored. And then, of course, we have support tabs, get help, send us feedback. Uh, say, for instance, you're in a park and uh, it's not on spot tonight and you thought, wow, it'd be nice because it's one of my favorite. People can just go into feedback and email it, comes direct to myself and Sam, my co-founder, and... Um, We'll, we'll go at it and look at it and evaluate what system they're using. If it's one of the integrations, we'll reach right out to them, and uh, it's very easy to get them hooked up. So now we're going to go uh, over to the search. And right here, let's just say we're going just north here, north Louisiana, Natchitoches, one of my favorite parks here. Um, we, are, we do call it Spot Tonight because literally that's how we started looking. But you do have the ability to toggle ahead and book you can go as far forward as the park permits you in their reservation system so i know some do six months some do a year but it will do that as well you'll tell us how many guests you have with you again you're seeing similar as the check-in and this is the one last chance here quick before the search to add things like a boat ramp or so forth but if you just want to use the preset filters you do that and you show spots 
So at this point, the, the uh, logic goes out and hits the database of all of these park systems and says in Natchitoches, Louisiana, we have these parks and this is the connected one. It also happens to be one of my favorite. But a traveler, as you see, I'm just swiping to the side, looking at different pictures. And if I see something that's interesting in the park, I can hit it. I can bring up the pictures again. And of course, um, see it much larger than on my phone. We always show the travel distance as well. And, and you, if you touch the map, it will ask you, do you want to go to Google or Apple Maps and jump out to the driving mode? You can read about the park. We gleam all of this from the web. The park managers and owners have the ability to edit pictures and all their text so they can, they can put things in. Now you're starting to see the features of the park, rules, and cancellation policies. Now, since people go together mostly, we have the ability right here to share it. And so people can send a text to their traveling group. Uh, or in our, in our group, we have a group called the Fam Jam, and everybody gets it. And they can uh, cast opinions on whether they want to camp at that park. Or they can. this link will take them directly to the app and directly to the park that we're looking at. So now we're doing another quick poll on the database. We're bringing up a map. And you're actually seeing spots that would be available for the time frame that I wanted. So let's just say I, I, my favorite park spot in this park is way back here. I like it. It's Pecan Orchard back in there. It's just really nice. Tells you about the spot, what it has. I hit continue and we're ready to book. So again, to this point, the traveler hasn't spit anything. They haven't paid for a download. They're, they can search and save parks. Uh, when the app comes out, people can review uh, spots and put it in their favorite favorites list. Um, and you see the little clock ticking because again, we're booking in real time, just as if you're talking to a, uh, to the park itself or standing at the desk. And when they hit complete reservation, then it generates a reservation and the park system shows up as if you were just talking to them on the phone, you get email confirmation and you are booked. And then the park operators actually have the ability um, to send uh, alerts to the travelers and these are geolocated to your phone so with all of the concern right now about uh, the, the pandemic and contactless check-in these are just some of the scripts that i put together where perhaps uh, as you approach the gate your phone will get the alert and if they have a great a gate code or wi-fi bathhouse code um, even what time the coffee's there and who to call if you need help can all be pushed out and in that mode uh, advertisers as well can, can um, subscribe and join in the advertising team and such things as, oh, hey, I didn't know, uh, you know, I had a, um, an RV service technician uh, located 15 minutes from me if I need any help. I was recently at a park where they did, um, they did text notifications similar to that. They, they rolled it out because of the pandemic, but they sent you a text the the morning of your arrival saying you know this is what you need to do and um and a couple basic rules and then in the park itself if there was a lost dog they'd send a text out to everybody in the park that there was oh. a lost dog if there was uh somebody had uh, you know left something or there was a water was going to be shutting off they had the ability to do that and i think that's one of those things that that has come out of the pandemic that might continue forward that just sort of makes things well, a little sure. bit easier on everybody. 
Yeah, and especially even with inclement weather and, uh, you know, you, you occasionally hear of uh, tornadoes and, and whatnot uh, coming through parks. And uh, sometimes people get disconnected. Not everybody has a weather radio set in their trailer. And uh, it becomes our communication. And it's extremely just kind of becoming the way that we are these days. And uh, with all of the travelers out there, over 25 million RVers on the road right now, the number increasing daily, as you've probably seen, uh, that it's going to become more commonplace. And uh, it's our hope that Spot Tonight helps people find spots easy so they can enjoy it. Um, I talked to a lot of people. They said, wow, we just got an RV. We had no idea that finding a, a reservation was that hard to do. This is what a lot of people have been asking for for a really long time. You know, something like, uh, you know, not to compare you to somebody, but something like Expedia for uh, for people to use. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of companies have tried and they've come at it from the the angle that they're building a reservation software for that the campgrounds to use. And I think that's why they've they've all failed because they haven't been able to capture a big enough market share where yours has the ability to integrate with lots of different softwares and i think that's i think that's fantastic it will you have the ability like something like hotels tonight where you could even uh have campgrounds push discounts for last minute reservations oh absolutely if um, as you said earlier, we're inter directly integrated with these systems. And so uh, that was our first marketing point was to meet with these reservation systems. And once they realized that we were a neutral party, that we were uh, not beholden to uh, a competitor, and then we become, as my son-in-law says, Switzerland to us. So then, it, then we have a very uh, dialogue that's very much open architecture, and, and we work with them. So uh, we do feature those rates of directly in the system. And I always say that if the, if the park owner runs a dynamic rate structure for a holiday or, hey, um, you know, I got a lot of vacancies Wednesday night, let me give a real good discount, uh, that rate is immediately shows up in our system. If a tree falls down and takes out spots one, three, and five, they don't have to go into our system to close it. If they close those spots in their main booking system, they won't show up on ours. If someone's leaving the park and says, hey, the power pole really sparked just a minute ago, you might want to check it, they may want to stop, stop booking on that spot. Uh, and, and make those repairs. Again, they don't have to go in our system. That's one of the beauties is these, you know, the park owners that with whether they're front desk workers or it's a husband-wife team or a work camper or uh, after-school college uh, students, the learning curve on some systems are extremely steep. So that's the last thing they want to do is have to learn another uh, reservation system. So we're not a, not a reservation system. That's not our business. We are more into offering up spots that meet the traveler's need for immediate booking for tonight and into the future. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that, that the devil really is in all those little details. You can have um, a, a really cool idea for a software, but if, if those little those little things aren't met that make it easier for the campground and for the, for the customer aren't met, then it's never going to work out. So it's great that you, so you've been working on this for a while. It's it, the app is not, available to the public yet but we can get on a waiting list but you've been uh you've you have people testing it right absolutely you just saw it it's live i could actually book right now 
Uh, we're in the test mode, which is one of the first stages of getting a product into the App Store. We're also concurrently developing, and that will come out in the future months, uh, the Android version of that. So, uh, yeah, this is real. This is, uh, uh, as they say, not smoke and mirrors. Uh, I actually had to call a park from the show and cancel the reservation because I accidentally hit the book reservation. And uh, there's no way I could have made it to that, to that campground. And uh, so it is, it's live and uh, the beta testers are, are out there using it. And uh, it's real exciting. Yes, 16 months. And here we are right on the edge. I mean, we are literally days away from launch. Uh, and bringing this experience. So as you said, if people go to www.spottonight.com, there's an early access sign up and we will we will be emailing them as soon as we're live in the app store and, and they'll get a link that of course will take them into there direct into the to the load sequence. And that's spot the number two and then N I T E S P O T two N-I-T-E. Uh, and it, how do you make money off this? Is, it, is the customer charged? Is the campground charged? Sure. So we actually do not charge the campgrounds. We don't charge the integration team. The customers do pay a convenience fee right now. Averages about 3 to $5 per night for the booking, and that's capped at $20. Uh, and eventually, it's our business model that, we've, that we're certain that you know, the advertisers will, will end up taking, a, taking that over, and it'll, it'll just be free booking. You know, that's just the way it's going to be on ours. So there's uh, no charge to look at campgrounds. It's just when you once you make the booking, you have a, a reservation fee like a lot of systems have. Right. So just the whole demo that I just did for you, um, actually all of that, everybody can do all of that for free. They can go ahead and start building their saved list of parks, like sitting there and look at the parks and zoom out to the maps and, and share that. That's all free. All of that's free. It's, it's just when you hit the reserve button that uh, you would be paying for the reservation and, of course, a convenience fee on top of that. Well, Terry Broussard from Spot Tonight, thanks so much for joining us. I think this is really interesting. I'm really looking forward to trying it out when it's available. Well, thanks, Jason. Uh, again, I really appreciate having the time here with your viewers. Great show, great program. And, uh, yeah, we hope to, hope to see you down the road. And we'll have a link to spottonight.com in the description and the show notes as well. Thanks a lot, Terry. See you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. When it comes to RV travel, weather safety is a top priority, which is why the Highway Weather app provides weather forecasts for road trips along every point of your route, adjusted to your time of travel. You can compare forecasts, get recommendations for the best time to head out, get severe weather alerts, add rest stops to long trips, and more. Did I mention all of that is included free in the app? For subscribers, there's a hands-free background feature to automatically alert you to upcoming bad weather. To download the app, visit highwayweather.io today or look for it in your iOS or Android app store. We want to thank Terry again for joining us on the podcast. I'm really excited to see where this goes and uh, hopefully, you know, all the all the dominoes fall where they're supposed to and it becomes something that's very useful for all of us out there. I'm excited for it. Mm -hmm. I particularly love that it, they're working with all the different reservation companies that provide this software to all these campgrounds. So. Did you put us on the email list? I did. Okay. All Fantastic. Right. Uh, okay. It's time to check the level of our tanks. Abby, what's in your black tank this week? So my black tank is a story that we came across in Woodall's Campground Management. It's coming out of Sheridan, Wyoming, which happens to be the 
business home base of RV Miles. It is. Uh, we might be rethinking that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they're proposing a rule, regulation, law, whatever you want to call it, that would require RVers to move every month from a campground that they're staying at. So basically what they're saying is um, no long-term rentals. Which is strange because that area is a popular place for people to yeah. summer. You get a seasonal site in the summer. Yeah. They don't want seasonal sites anymore. So their thought process behind this ordinance, and this is a direct quote, they say, when you accumulate stuff and you don't have anything that requires you to be mobile, you have the potential for clutter to occur. When you move around a lot, it does keep you light and you don't tend to accumulate a lot of stuff. That's kind of what this is going after. That End was quote. from the uh, the city administrator, Stuart McRae, saying that if you don't have an ordinance like that. People are creatures of habit and people, they will start to accumulate yeah, things. They'll make messes. That's fine. Do your homeowners have to move <laughs> every <laughs> month so that they also don't accumulate things yeah. in their yard? I mean, this is a very... Um, well, for me, it feels like they are grasping at straws for just basically saying we don't want your junky RV in this RV park yeah. for months on end. Yeah. But you know what? It's shared in Wyoming. I, people aren't. I don't, know, it, I don't know what people are doing, but wintering in Sheridan, Wyoming is a tough, tough thing. And an RV, I don't know that you'd be doing that. I don't know either. <laughs> I have never wintered in Sheridan, Wyoming. I have mixed emotions about this. I understand that it's really important that communities want their communities to stay lovely. Okay, Nobody wants to roll up into a town and, and see trash all over the streets like homes that look like they're falling down. I understand all of that. But at some point, where do we stop with this sort of it's all the RVers who are making our community look so awful. That's why we don't want new RV parks. That's why we don't want, you know, seasonal rentals. When do we stop that narrative and flip the glass around and look at what's happening inside our own community? Like I, that to me is where I feel like there's this disconnect. So you're going to say this about the campground and you guys might go forward with this ordinance. What are you doing about the people that live in your community? Yeah. Do you have ordinances for them? And then if you do, when do I stop owning property? How about an ordinance about having clutter out on your lawn? That would make more sense. Right, But at the same time, I own that property. Yeah, well, you know, there's there's a whole lot. There's a whole lot that could be said here. And maybe I, you know, potatoes, potatoes, tomato, tomato. I, I don't know here. I there's a lot for me to still unpack with this. And I have a lot of thoughts on it. But I gave up my black tank because I just grow a little tired of RVers being responsible for the reasons that a community is either pretty or it's not. And I don't think that that's really how it rolls, at least as I have traveled through communities. I haven't gone into them and been like, oh, man, if they would not let those RVers be at that RV park right now, this town would be banging. All right. Uh, what's in your fresh tank? So my fresh tank this week goes to the Texas grocery store, H-E-B, for two reasons. One, their homemade in-house tortillas. Oh, man, I'm going to eat that whole bag. <laughs> I don't even need anything on them. I'm just going to eat them. I picked up some today that were fresh, warm, right out of the oven. 
so good. Second, though, and I want to thank everyone who pointed me towards this grocer because I had said a few weeks ago how much I really liked Texas pecan coffee. And I wanted to make sure that I got some before we left. And everyone, hands down, I got all these messages. Go to HEB and get their brand, get their Texas pecan brand. So I went, I picked it up and I was so pleasantly surprised by it. It's very good. But what I loved even more is that they had a whole like, Texas themed coffee line. So there's the Austin, San Antonio, the Hill Country, Houston, Texas pecan, and they're all flavored with cinnamons and vanillas and caramels and just like yummy stuff, pecans. And I just, I like it. I I think it's kind of cool that a local grocery store cares that much about coffee. All right. So they get my fresh tank. (laughs) I also just went there today and bought an insane amount of food. I Shouldn't be allowed in there by myself. All right, Jay, what is in your black tank? Uh, my black tank is a <laughs> oh boy, uh, the the town of Billings. Uh, oh no, Montana. we have another. We have another town. There, uh, there's an RV theft in Billings, Montana, that involved a a low speed chase that ended up having to be stopped with spike strips. It was a twelve and a thirteen year old boy. Who stole an RV? And, what? You know, I'm trying to we read have this a 13 year old, so I'm trying to imagine <laughs> our 13 year old. I Jack couldn't even. <laughs> I can't even imagine what. First off, was it just like a class? I, B? I, I guess was it's it a, a great thing that I can't imagine our 13 year old stealing an RV. Well, what kind of RV was it? Uh, it, it doesn't say. It doesn't in, say. In it has article. to have been at like a C and A or or B. There's no way they. It has to. Have been. It was stolen from an auto auction. And uh, I, I don't know. They just they were found traveling on uh, on a state highway and police tried to stop them. And uh, they, they didn't stop. On- they got onto I-90. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no charges have been filed there because they're little kids and oh uh, they're, they're, you know, giving them the proper mental health evaluations and stuff but maybe they just were asked to move the rv it had been somewhere for a month maybe they just had a little fun oh my gosh (laughs) wow joyriding in an rv oh boy that's something holy (laughs) i can't even wrap my head around that one right now all right what is your fresh tank uh so i've been having uh lots of conversations with people in the rv industry over the last week and a half uh things are ramping up and you have been to you have to uh, not really lot, well, I, you, you have been over I, email you I, have been yeah. the email queen i've also right been now. over your shoulder like answer when i know what you're talking about being like no listen it's this so um what i want to fresh tank right now is there there is a segment of the people that do what we do the youtubers the podcasters the mm-hmm. bloggers there's a large segment of us that work together and that try to bring you folks uh, great stuff and try to support each other and try to recommend to you other articles, other blogs, other podcasts, other things that you might be interested in. And then there's a swath of us that is kind of out for themselves mm-hmm. and just looking to sort of build their little empire. Well, here's the thing. This is so interesting that you fresh tanked <laughs> this because I was going to fresh tank it. Then I saw you had it. So then I switched it up really and decided to go H-E-B and food and coffee because sometimes I like to get off the the RV industry of, you know, and talk about other things. 
But what I find so interesting is that you are fresh tanking this because it's almost like surprising and refreshing. It is. And, oh, you know, we all know who are we all know who are the ones that don't want to be in the whole, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats sort of arena. And we all know. And it's frustrating because if we could all just be a community and work together, think about the amazing things that we could do. Mm-hmm. So, so you know. uh, the, the actually in my fresh tank are people like Damien Ross at rootless living magazine and podcast, Heath and Alyssa Paget from the RV entrepreneur who have a great community that is meant to do just exactly this. What I we're know, talking and about. They did that today actually. And I thought it was really cool that they were like, Hey, we want to start this thing where we give a shout out to others doing something similar and the content they bring. And I just thought that's, Awesome. Tony and Peggy over at the Stressless Camping podcast and website. Uh, Janine Pettit, of course, from Girl Camper. Our friend Rick Kessler over at RV Business. Uh, Chuck Woodbury over at RV Travel. Andy and Patrick at RV Life. Joshua Sheehan at uh, Gander Flight, who's built this great Facebook community of RV content creators that we love to be a part of. There's this dynamic of people that are that are trying to create something unique and different and and great for all of you to to look at and uh i think it's fantastic and and we're gonna continue to try to support those people more absolutely and i also think that there are a few manufacturers who are starting to open up a little bit more to the community and hear words from those outside their inner circle as well and you, you know that's a lot exciting of, a lot of people think that <sighs> You know, that there's all these influencers are out there. They're all sponsored by manufacturers and that uh, they're giving them RVs and stuff like yeah. that. And there's a little bit of that. Yeah. Happens. But what a lot of people don't realize is the the RV manufacturers have have done very little marketing over, up until very recently because they they that was all on the dealers for the longest time. The dealers were the marketers and the dealers are their clients. RVs aren't sold from the manufacturer to a person. They're sold to the dealers. The dealers go in and they order stuff to come to their lots. Uh, and that's part of the, you know, some of the problems that we have about, you know, not unique enough rigs for all of us, but RV manufacturers are only really starting in the last, I don't know, five to 10 years to really build up a serious marketing team. It's it's only recently that I mean, even just getting press releases from some of them is like it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. So so it's great that we have sort of this this new team of content creators along with the manufacturers deciding that they're going to start doing this stuff. It's just really refreshing because I think we, there's a lot of work still to be done in this industry, especially when it comes to being um, inclusive and representing all people in this country, all people in this world that enjoy this lifestyle of RVing and camping. There's a lot of work that's still to be done. But what's really wonderful to see right now is those tiny little bubbles that you have started to create where you say, this is just my empire and no one else gets to be a part of it. And I'm going to hold all that. That's cracking around those people. That doesn't get to happen anymore. RVing is for everyone. This lifestyle is for everyone. And 
anyone who wants to make a podcast or a YouTube video or have an Instagram account, they're welcome. They're welcome here and they're welcome with a whole host of other people who are doing this as well. And I love it. I love seeing what people are doing. I love seeing what people are creating. And I love being inspired by those people. I learn every single day from all of you out there. And you know what it's it, what it's doing, what what this this massive social media slash content bubble, I guess is the word, right. but this blob is doing is cre- it, it's creating better products from the mm-hmm. manufacturers because they know that consumers are more savvy now. Consumers are looking under those dinettes. They're, they're <laughs> testing well, they out, have to if they're going to be on going RV. They're testing they out those mattresses. <laughs> they're they're really they're looking at the suspension. They're yeah. It's not just about the floor plans to everybody anymore. It's not about those swoops and swirls anymore <laughs> either. And manufacturers are seeing that and they're going to respond to it because competition matters. And when they start to out, try to outdo each other on better quality instead of trying to outdo each other on price is when we see better units out there. And it is happening. It is happening over the last couple of years. We're seeing companies install, putting in quality control facilities for the first time Mm -hmm. that never had quality. How insane is that? That some of these RV manufacturers have never had a quality control facility. They build the trailer and don't check anything send it out the, the door. dealer the dealer was responsible for all of that so now you see them building rain bays you see them testing stuff out you see all that sort of stuff is happening now and it is because of this i wish we could come up with a better word besides influencer yes because that word feels very that's insular and use, singular yeah that's why i use content creator I yeah prefer that. i like that content creators content community. Mm-hmm. I like words that feel like more than just me, more than just you, more than just an individual. An influencer, I feel, feels like we're trying to slide something through the door, whether or not we believe in it. But if you believe in a community, then what you bring to the table is always going to be for the good of that community. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a pretty rad time. I mean, there's some craziness all around us constantly. 2021 is looks like it's just going to be as crazy as 2020 was. But there is a community here that is saying together we're going to make some real positive steps in the RV industry. And anyone is welcome. And I left always. a lot of people off that list of certainly. Yes. So, um, but yeah, that is, and that is not a, <laughs> that is not a cool kids list. Yeah. Everyone's invited to that table and there, we will put resources in the show notes here of where you can find all those people that we mentioned so that you can come and be a part of their communities. And then the communities as a whole, as a whole that are being formed. All right, let's wrap this up with a brain teaser. How about go for it? Okay. It's all, it's all you, sir. Okay, it's not bad, really, I promise. All right, well, I have my pen and paper ready, and I also went and got my calculator just in case. Aliens have miniaturized you. Stop it. And placed you on a fresh Cheerio floating (laughs) in a bowl of milk. You literally went to find the most ridiculous brain teaser to get back at me because I've been so successful. You are a few millimeters away from another Cheerio just floating on by. Oh, I just, yeah. The aliens 
give you the option of taking them up on a challenge. Right? Okay. They will give you a million dollars if your Cheerio does not touch the other Cheerio. Otherwise, if it does, they will cut off your hand. Whoa, that got dark. Right. Um. So Jason. the question is, do you take them up on the challenge or not? Look, I try not to get into bed with aliens, so I'd probably be like hard pass because I, I need my hands. Aliens. Yeah. So I, I need my hands in order to do my job. Uh, so I'd probably say hard pass, but that's not with anything other than just me being like. But it's only one hand. Like you'd have another hand. I look, million dollars. I don't. I, like I said, I try not to get into bed you with pushed aliens. away. I have no, I'm so, let's wrap this show up. <laughs> we'll have the answer to that and a whole lot more on next week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. Yes, we will. And if we come back next week and we have hands, depending on whether or not we took the alien challenge, we will look forward to talking to you even more. But just a reminder, RV Miles is all across social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And of course, you can find Jason and I and 6,000 of the nicest people over at the RV Miles Facebook group. We certainly hope you will come and join. It's a beautiful community over there. Also, if you have questions or suggestions for future topics, please feel free to ask them in the Facebook group email us at editor at rvmiles.com and last but certainly not least the most important if you haven't headed over to apple Podcasts and left rv miles a five-star review will you please give us 30 seconds of your time and just bounce over there and do that it puts us in front of a whole new audience all right that's it until next week please be safe be well keep wearing your mask and keep logging those rv miles watch out for the aliens Bye. Bye.